Uh, he's getting up. I was going to say, if you guys want to talk about Why the Last Man, and you could have that as a movie fix since you guys both watched it. Because the movie fixes are pretty short. You could probably talk about that in the time that I'm gone. Yeah, maybe. Run it, run it past him. I was going to say that. I had thought about it before we were actually talking, but I was like, oh, I'll ask him later. But Chris said, hey, if you and I wanted to do a movie fix about why the last man while he was gone, and me cut this out of the episode, you know, cut this out of the pause, we could. Because those are pretty short. But I kind of just want to talk about it with my friend and not... And not do the whole because I don't know how to, you know, really put it in as as you know episode yet in my mind because I'm not quite in love with it yet or know what it's going for. Uh, yeah, I think let's just do. We'll just have the conversation because we're at the same yeah. point. Um, but yeah, let's do a let's do a movie fix with it because we need okay. a, we need we need quote-unquote we need content we need content because i'm going to be off for two weeks all right we need content let's let's give people content let's give it a a pause and then i'll i'll start in right you're funny because you know what this is all getting into the movie fix (laughs) so go ahead and start in (laughs) hey guys uh this is john with a movie fix that paulzio said and uh chris isn't here because he hasn't been watching why the last man uh, but Paul and I have. Uh, we've been talking about doing Why the Last Man on the main feed because Chris and Paul are huge Why the Last Man fans. And I've always been kind of on the outside of that bubble. Like, I've read it. I've read a good amount of it, but it's never really done anything for me. Not my favorite BKV storyline. But we're here, Paul and I, mm-hmm. to talk. Hey, I'm Paul. To talk about this, and um, we're cutting this out because Chris had to run and get his girlfriend during the main show. I'm going to be off for a little bit. You might have already heard us all talk about that. Uh, But, Paul, I agree with you. I am not in love with this show. Um, It had a couple things against it, not being a super fan of the book. That first episode where you have everything kind of happening where kind of in the book you don't get a lot of the death you just kind of get everything mm-hmm. really a lot more from Yorick's point of view you don't yeah. really get the what's happened with the rest of the world it was like okay interesting setup setting up characters but this should be Yorick's story this is him traveling to find his girlfriend to find family to find everything in this world that's now completely gone and him being the only man in it so i was like Mm -hmm. okay i get it and then you get episode two and three and i think once once episode three was started and we were into it is when i was just like I don't need to watch any more of this. Uh, by episode three, I'm like, is this called Why the Last Man? Or is this called Why the Last West Wing? Because it's so wrapped up in this political drama right now about, like, you know, uh, York's mom, uh, Senator Brown, who, or I'm guessing Congresswoman Brown. I, I don't even remember. I think in the comic book, she was definitely a congresswoman, you know, suddenly becoming 
the 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 last person in the chain of command line of secession now she's president and you know she's making the shots and dealing with all the stuff there's rioters out there the white house has fallen they're in the pentagon i'm glad the show didn't show the white house getting looted or you know the the congress getting looted because you know january 6th happened in real life i don't need to see that in my entertainment right now it's still fresh um but then there's this weird pot where they keep on highlighting this new this new character, the, the former president's daughter, who's now kind of leading the she even says the Republican wing, uh, and she they throw out words like rhino and stuff like that, and this she's she's drama. your like Karen esque character like. The first time, She's, the first time you see her, you're just like, "Oh, I hate everything about. I hate everything about her. She's awful." And then I think that was also one of the things is like, "Oh, am I going to have to deal with all of this? Where all I want is Yorick in an agent uh, three fifty five three fifty five. Like, I just want them doing traveling." <laughs> Mm-hmm. And also, did he leave without his monkey? No, because you hear the chittering. Okay. In it. And Kate and I also had, so spoilers for episode three. Uh, 355's like, they they spend so much time being like, Madam President, they check everything. York, oh, they check everything. We're going to have to hide you in these dead bodies. It's the only thing that they're not going to check. They check every package. They look at everybody coming in and out of this building. They do that whole thing. And then the pilots are just chilling out there in a Jeep, just waiting with a, you know, tarp over the back. And you hear their chittering, and I'm like, of, of Ampersand, who doesn't get a name check until, like, deep into episode two, by the way. And then, like, episode three, they finally, like, hint at, like, the conversation of, hey, he's named Ampersand. Why? And then Agent 355 goes, I know what an Ampersand is. And it's like, dude. You know, the whole reason I named my dog Ampersand was, you know, in the very first issue, York explains why he names his, you know, helper monkey that he's there to train Ampersand. Um, yeah, you're kind of like, oh, okay, I guess they don't check everything because the pilots got out just fine with a monkey, male monkey in a in a crate but okay cool like let's just give it that let's it was trying to build tension whatever those pilots don't matter because they're going to die in the next 5 minutes anyways because 355 is a badass i do i do want to talk about some things that i enjoy 355 she's great uh, great great casting great casting so far such a badass the opening scene with her like oh that bomb's going to go off <laughs> on these on these guys there's the, she, and then once once she left the walked out the or jumped out the window and she starts running I'm like well they dead <laughs> and then explodes like so good and like even the helicopter scene I'm like you know she's like no no I, I I'm gonna fly York he's gonna be on on my uh, my plane with me or my uh, oh you can fly copter with me yeah I, f- I flew. <laughs> Some spy missions in, in uh, over Iraq. I'm like, oh, those two pilots are dead now. They I, dead. I thought they were dead when she was like, "Follow me." <laughs> I was like, oh, oh yeah, 
they they're dead. They just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. I, I thought so too. And then I do have to say, like when they get got the medal, I'm like, oh, she's buying them off. She's like saying, hey, you guys did good. Keep this quiet. Like you're going to get taken care of. You got a medal of whatever. I don't know what that medal is. Sorry, I'm not military. Um, but cool. And then once they're in a different cop uh, chopper, I'm like, nope, nope. They're dying heroes. Good, for, well, you know. Good for their families that don't exist. So, you know. Uh, other good thing is, I think Ampersand looks good. I think, you know. There's a couple times. I mean, you can tell that he's digital and he's not mm-hmm. a real monkey. Um, but yeah, I think it looks good. How do you feel about Yorick? I don't think he's been given this the scenes to make him likable. But he's been put in these situations where, like, he's begging his sister for money. He's talking to Beth, who's there. Yeah. In the room with him. And she's not off in Australia. So, like, even the premise of him, like, having to go to this very remote location to find her is now gone. So I'm like, you know, and he, he, you know, when you're doing a phone call, much like we're doing right now on uh, Skype, like in this episode, even though I see you on video, I can monologue for a long time. If we're in person, this doesn't happen. And in the comic book, uh, yeah, you're, it, it's a monologue and, you know, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, the, I, I think the biggest the biggest thing is you like Yorick in the first in, in the first three pages mm-hmm. of Why the Last Man. He's hanging upside down. You, yeah, you you like him instantly, and there's nothing about this character that I've liked. And there's things mm-hmm. that they've made you to start to feel like you're supposed to endear to him. Like he goes into the water. He's then he gets uh, uh, confronted by the the uh, laundry workers that are, you know, the family that's still living there. Doing the dry cleaning. And the yeah. dry cleaning thing. Like you're supposed to like him because of that. But then he leaves the Snickers bar. He leaves the Snickers you know, He's like. He's like, hey, you know, I have nothing to trade, but, you know, for these clothes here, I'll give you what I'll give you the last thing I have. And then aside the the second time you see or the third time you see him with his mom, first time you see him with his mom, she gives him a hug. She's so happy to see him. Second time you see him with her, they're in bed together and their heads are next to each other in like a loving Mm -hmm. kind of embrace third time you see him he lies to her about his relationship with his girlfriend mm-hmm. we're engaged yeah, we're engaged and again it's like another strike when york is such a great hero in the book he's mm-hmm. someone you want to cheer for to get through these things oh no he got caught if this guy got caught and was going to get threatened i'd been like mm-hmm. yeah go for it you know it's just like Mm-hmm. To me, the yeah. things that I took away from Why the Last Man are not translating into this show. And I don't know if it's like, oh, we want to get a second season and this is when you're going to get Yorick or wait till episode five. But I'm not getting to episode five. I may or may not tell my wife to just keep watching these without me. I think she'll get pissed because... 
I do that with a lot of shows that I get her into, Sabrina uh, being mm-hmm. one of those, where I was just like, you can Season finish watching so bad. And I... <sighs> I don't want to. I don't want to do that to her again because she gets a little mad at me. Um, and then I'm like, "Well, you don't want to watch the show I want to watch," and she's like, "No, I, I'm good." Captain. She she did it with Captain America and Winter Soldier. She was like, "I don't need to watch any more of these." And then Loki, she wasn't even interested in seeing, which I think she would have loved Loki. I still want to get her to watch it, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just like they they have not captured the magic that is why that last man and it's the magic that i recognize the magic that you and chris fell mm-hmm. in love with but it's just yeah. not it's just not there for me and i think it's the scenarios that they put him in in this television series versus the scenarios that he was faced in in the book like because he had this impossible Hickorian task of finding his girlfriend that was in Australia. She's like down the street someplace yeah. and he's just trying to find her. Like, and he's, but he's also not like succeeding. shitty and lazy. Uh, he's yeah. He's like, Oh, I got to work on my show. I can work on my show anywhere. He, he's like teaching magic tricks to kids and the kid is pulling out because he didn't, yeah. you know, teach it, him it, enough. It, tricks his dad sent him he's to like, magic camp. Yeah, instead. It's like, dude, no, York is a likable guy. Like, if he talked to this guy's dad, he would have, like, roped him in for, like, another three weeks worth of classes. Like, no problems. For ten bucks a week. Like, that's the kind of guy York is. He's the kind of guy, you know, at least in the comic book, he was the kind of guy you'd you'd root for and want Charism- to hang out Charismatic. With. This like he and there's nothing charismatic yeah. about this guy, and the actor might be able to pull that off. But again, like you're saying, the writing and the situations they put him into, it's like they're trying to make a lovable loser, yeah. but they're not making anything lovable out of but this loser. And I never, I never thought of Yorick yeah, as po- a loser. Yeah, he wasn't he. He isn't losing at what he was doing. He was wanted choosing to do. to do what he wanted to do. And he was an escape artist. He wanted to escape from the mundane modern life. And, you know, he was going to do it through this. And, yeah, it's it's kind of disheartening that we waited so long and had so many passes at this. You know, when we started the show, Shia LaBeouf was still a name that people threw around Hollywood and was like, oh yeah, we could attach a major film franchise after him. You know? And then he once and uh, did the Crystal Skull, the Kingdom of Crystal Skull, and people were like, no, maybe Shia... Like, and then Shia LaBeouf fell off the face of the earth, did the YouTube video, you know, did the weird videos, and now he's coming back, so... And he was going to be York, you hey, know, for the, the longest the, time. The, the worst the thing series. about this is I haven't gotten any more saga... Because BKV's been working on this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Yeah. Why? But he, but he's not credited in these first three episodes as a screenplay writer. I think he's an executive producer, but he's, he's just been executive there. Producing. 
working with all of it. So it was the artist Pia Aguerra? I don't know. You spelling it to me doesn't. I need to visually see it. Yeah, it won't help at all, and I will. I won't spell it right either. Also, executive producing is is, is she See, there? I think as well. BKV like, not on has anything? got like, a lot of TV experience. Wh- he worked on Lost, so I think he's someone who wants to be as mm-hmm. a producer, actually there as a producer, producing, overseeing, almost like a kind of a I would imagine like in a showrunner mm-hmm. kind of thing, being there, working with the yeah. script, making sure it fits a vision that he would want. In a sense, I also think he just wants the show to be made because <laughs> it's been what, mm-hmm. yeah, fifteen years he's been trying to get this made into a TV show. So yeah, yeah. I, if I was a bigger fan, I'd be more angry with what I've gotten. The fact that I'm mm-hmm. a. I dabbled in Why the Last Man. I'm still frustrated with what we're getting. Mm -hmm. I can see where someone who's never read the book, seeing this for the first time, would kind of be interested in this world. Because it is is interesting. Mm -hmm. Because Diane Lane is, uh, you know, was a congresswoman. President Brown is great she, she's good at you know she's she's got a commanding presence she she can dismiss people dismiss people with a friendly in such a friendly manner that you're like whoa she just told that woman to f off basically but like in the nicest way possible where it isn't seem like an f off and then i do like the woman that we said is like she, the karen uh what's her name kim and the president's daughter uh because she is menacing and manip- so she she's played as very smart yeah. and menacingly manipulative. She's got everybody in Secret Service like, "Hey, I play cards with everybody. Come on, it's me. Tell me what's going on." Like, and she can stir the pot, and you're just like these two people are heading for constant clashes, and I think that's interesting. But at that point, if that's the most interesting part of the story. Then yes. why have the last I, man? I did. I do. And um, Amber um, um, Tamblin is the actress name. Um, Paul, you would know her from the TV show Joan of Arcadia. Um, mm, mm. Kate actually recognized uh, her. The, I, the I Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Um, oh, I she's know actually Mary. Yeah, she was brunette. Okay. And sisterhood. Uh, she's uh, married to pants. David Cross, that, yeah. the comedian and actor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also believe there's a good like. She's a year younger than me, and I believe David Cross is fifteen to twenty years older than me. So. Uh, fifty to twenty years older than fifteen you? to twenty years older than me. Oh, okay. I misheard it, and I'm like, "Wow, John, that's a, that's a." Uh, you can hear long, Chris coming back, so let's wrap long, up uh, final stretch. thoughts of <laughs> Why the Last Man. Why uh, the Last Man. Don't worry. It'll be... It'll Chris, be. Paul, your final thoughts on it? Uh, Kate and I, I think I think this is... 
I've been waiting for this to happen in the show with episode three, where Yorick is finally going out on the quote-unquote hero's journey. And I'm sorry to use that phrase, but that's what it is. Hopefully when he goes to look, gets out there and has some more heroic moments than just skinny dipping in the subway like water, that I'll start liking this guy. And uh, and then I'll find the heart of the show. And I'm hoping he becomes the heart yeah. of the show. That's all. I, uh, John, how about you? I'm going to get through it because I'm watching it with my wife. And like I said, I don't want to disappoint her. Um, but it does feel, it just feels like it's missing something. It's missing the magic that is Why the Last Man. And yeah, I just, it does feel like it's going to be a good, It this is a good point where, yes, it should be the right thing for them to go after and do with him and, and Agent uh, 355. Like, I just, it just has taken so long, and I just don't like Yorick. So, yeah, I'm hoping this is the turning point. I'm hoping this is the point where he gets better, because he just sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, when he saw that gun point there, that was like a moment that if it was written differently where he could have talked himself out, like if there was something to grasp onto him that he's actually can be, you know, he doesn't need to be super heroic and like, you know, big, like smack the gun out of her hand or anything, but he could do something other than just and cry and and cry because the whole point of York is that he is ever once this happens the 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 event happens where half all the men die he is suicidal he is looking for but he can't bring himself to do it himself but he is going to throw himself in front of every gun and like take every chance because he doesn't think he deserves to live and that's not where we're getting there in that scene where he's begging for his life i'm like that isn't that isn't Yorick. He's he's not processing the the trauma the same way as in the book. It's it's a completely different character. They've so. made his mother Yorick because when when they're t- trying to convince mm-hmm. the woman to start the nuclear power plants back up, mm-hmm. and. Exactly. Get back to work like, and train people to that do that moment when she's doing yeah. that and she just starts talking to her and you know like you can see that it is in a mm-hmm. manipulative way but it's the she chooses mm-hmm. the right and compassionate way to do it I was like that's mm-hmm. what like we shouldn't be leading up to Yorick becoming his mother in that way he should already have yeah, those yeah. things in him to do, already be doing mm-hmm. and yeah compassionate yeah and yeah. just yeah. Mm. let's see where it goes paul maybe at the end of the series we can do another one of these together uh but yeah. uh hey bud yeah, yeah. uh the other thing i wanted to say and it's something I, I thought about in the beginning and i thought just now too in our last thing um really interesting with the transgender because when this book was written, it wasn't as something that was mm-hmm. 
I don't want to say it's popular, but it wasn't something that was more socially acceptable and it was something that was happening more and more. It wasn't top of mind in the cultural zeitgeist. Now everybody's like, oh yeah, transcend. And then you got Sam and he's like, hey, they took when those people walked in and they were men. Caitlin was like, wait, what? There's more. And I just turned to her and I said, transgender. And she was like, Oh, that makes so much sense. And then she was like, light bulb was like, the te- they showed the testosterone. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, oh my God, I totally, I can't believe I missed it. But mm-hmm. it was one of those things that it even took me a second when mm-hmm. I went, oh, I have, I have the answer. And it was interesting that they did that. And then they even had Diane Lane as the president being like, it's nobody with the Y chromosome. Nobody with a Y chromosome. We find yeah. we found plenty of men, but so, none with a Y chromosome. So let's let's talk about. Well, let's do another one I of these at the end of the series, and we'll have another conversation. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, it's at Paul. It's been fun. To, Paul, movie fix, buddy. It's it's been a long time. Hey. I've never it's been, been on a, a movie time. fix. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you for uh, checking out this uh, podcast. And uh, I-, I love all of you. Unless you're a real D-bag, I don't love you. <laughs> Perfect.